This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. But man, 11th? 11th is no joke. I've never taken a character uh, since we've started playing Pathfinder from 1st to 11th. As Baron's growing power threatens the survival of the adventure. You go into 11th. What, what, what are we talking now? Are you getting a... Please tell me you're not getting a fourth attack because I'll cancel the podcast. <laughs> I will cancel the podcast. <laughs> and everyone struggles to keep up. We're all just trying our best, Grant. <laughs> Night falls on the camp. The companions seize an opportunity. Look at them over there. Incredibly disorganized and... What if we just took them out? And embark on the most daring mission they've ever attempted. All right, so... Uh, we didn't think of something. There's something I know we didn't think we of. We destroyed those. <laughs> yeah. so, somebody's listening to this right now. They're like, you didn't... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> With the power of life and death in their hands. This is fun. All right. Soon <laughs> is it? All right, we'll see. People's lives are at risk. Look at him laughing. He's right. laughing. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Nothing can be left to chance. Bling. And I'm going to turn in one of my bottle caps. Oh. As am I. Oh. The adventure continues. This is my friend Faraza Al said. I'm Lork Iron Tusk, and we're all leaving tonight. No. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's your boy, Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Ashpeak. Let me tell you guys, it has been a crazy busy last month or so for me. GCP Live 2 was amazing in Astoria, and I had a wonderful time hanging out with the GCP Nation that could show up. Just a few days ago, I flew back from Lebanon, where I spent a week for work and got to see some amazing things. We've also moved into a new location next door that will lead to bigger and better things for the Glass Cannon Network. And in less than two weeks, we're all thrilled for PaizoCon, where the original True Now 4 and Troy will be painting the town red. If you're going, I can't wait to see you, but be sure to sign up for our official PaizoCon events. Some of the events have already filled up, but there are still open slots for you brave adventurers, and we're going to have our own GCP room where we're going to have nonstop fun. You can sign up in advance for pickup games, Skid's running one, and I'll be running one as well. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Skid and I have some side action on who can kill the most PCs, so be sure to min-max. Troy, Joe, Matthew, Skid, and I will be playing in some games and hanging out in there all weekend. So be sure to check out our social media for a link to our Warhorn.net event page where you can sign up and get ready to roll Ricka roll for initiative. I don't want to waste any more time. I will say one more time, though, that I am thrilled for PaizoCon 2018, and I can't wait to see those of you who are going and those of you who are not keep on rocket in the free world and pathfinding so without further ado it is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to episode 155 episode 132 was the first episode of book four and now just over 20 plus episodes later 
Feraza, and Pembroke are at level 10. We're, nice. During the, the, the big gauntlet of Earthash, uh, Young Red Dragon, Atena, and the Slag Shards fight, were you guys still at 7th, or were you at 8th? Did you finish that fight and then oh. become 8th? Like, I'm not 100% sure. I feel like that's what happened. I can't remember. I yeah, can't I think remember. you finished that fight and hit 8th. I was busy mourning for my other character. Right, right, right. I, I, I'm pretty sure you finished that fight and hit 8th. And then in the span of just over 20 episodes, you've gone to 9th and 10th. Lork, you went, you weren't part of that big fight, so you're a little bit behind them, but you're not too far behind. Just shows you the, the XP dump of trying to catch up. Whereas Baron started 132 um, at 10th level, and he was 10th level actually before that, I think. I believe so. Yeah. And uh, just now hit 11th. So the road to 11th might take you a while. But uh, This road goes to... It's got to feel... 11th. got to feel nice to be a 10th. I do kind of feel like a junior in high school now. Like, you know, I, get, I know where everything is, where yeah. the best water fountain is, <laughs> which lunch lady will give you a little extra of the hot food. And I know enough to, like, stop a girl in the hallway and be like, what are you looking for? Let me help you. <laughs> uh, but I'm not, I'm not yet, like, checked out. I'm still getting all A's on my, on my coursework because I don't have senioritis yet. I'm right. doing great. I'm it's taking this picture. Gunslinger Academy. Yep. <laughs> I am so in on this pitch. Uh, I, would, I would read the show shit out of a graphic novel about Baron going to Gunslinger Academy. Oh my god. It's like Degrassi Junior High but with the uh, flintlocks. Oh, the best. Degrassi's the best. Yeah. Grant, it is no small feat to have taken this character from a first to 11th level. Mm-hmm. Have not died. Uh, and Despite uh, your best efforts. Despite my, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. It is so hard to hit you uh, with giants. What was I swinging? <laughs> like I hit, I think I hit you. Twenty eight, twenty eight, missed. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I just don't know. I, I need spellcasters that can do like nine hundred magic missiles, um, or blast spells where you fail your reflex save. That's that's what we're going to. Your really... breath weapons have been really effective in some instances. <sighs> well, that gotta... fight against that three headed monster in Minderhall's Valley that was pretty touch and go for a while. Three headed monster in Minderhall's. Remember, Valley. we went down. Oh, the place. the Hydra thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that thing was, was pretty good. touch and go. The black headed beast. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Give me some of those breath weapons. I'll get you, Baron. I'll get you. Yeah, I know. You won't see twelfth if I have anything to say about it, but. Man, 11th? 11th is no joke. I've yeah. never taken a character uh, since we started playing Pathfinder from 1st to 11th. You know, this is this is a big deal. You're only in book four. You know, I know how far you guys, you guys are supposed to get. Um, but uh, Skid does as well. Skid does as well, having read. Well, only from reading it. <laughs> in his defense. In my only defense. From reading it's the only book. because I've read the entire AP cover to cover. This is a big hump. You go into 11th. What, what, what are we talking now? Are you getting a, Please tell me you're not getting a fourth attack because I'll cancel the podcast. <laughs> I will cancel the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I get, some, uh, I get some new spells. That's oh, a good place to start. Thank God. Oh, so you took another level in. Inquisitor. I, I was thinking spiritualist. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to dance like Sherman Helmsley at the beginning of uh, Amen. Never say, never wow. say. God, I've never Amen reference. Never say I didn't try to help you out here. Uh, so, um, yeah, no, I took another level Inquisitor. You helped me out greatly with the HP roll, we should say. Uh, I rolled a one, and yep. you rolled a seven on a D8. Of course perfect. I did. 
Um, so the two spells I took after a little confabbing uh, with the rest of the boys. A little. Yeah, there was a lot of confabbing. And <laughs> There's I want a lot them, of level two spells. I want them to make fun of you. There were it. raised voices. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it got heated. It got I believe, heated. I believe the, the, the general... The thrust of all of our arguments was Grant are you a fucking moron <laughs> just take the spell you're talking about yeah. you know it's funny no matter how like if, if somebody has to leave right after a recording or whatever the minute somebody levels up all bets are off everyone just sits there is like what should I take should I take this should I take that yeah, and yeah. Grant you were getting some heat uh, for your decision so, well, so tell know, us what you picked to be fair then, the greatest amount of heat was from the person that didn't level up and had nothing to do well, he, Joe. the peanut gallery yeah. the peanut gallery is always going to give you the business so Oh, very close to taking a spell called Blistering Invective, which I think would have been great for Baron, which allows you to do an Intimidate check against all enemies in a 30-foot range, and then they take, like, fire damage or catch on fire. Yeah. But, but my Intimidate's only level two, mm-hmm. or two points, so it's not really worth it. To be fair, this also was not mentioned to any of us. Nope. nope. That, wasn't, that wasn't on me. the list that he, we knocked He down. mentioned it to me, but I also wasn't yelling at him. That one sounds funny <laughs> to me. By the way, I'm pretty sure Frost Drake just flew by the window, because <laughs> I know our window shadow. is huge. Shadow. And your shadow yeah. just covered the room. Wow. It's a flavor drink. Uh, it's a flavor drink. Um, Grant, a uh, little story for you. I My Inquisitor had blistering invective, and I used it against uh, a horde of Joe's monsters in his Wrath of the Righteous campaign, and uh, it worked And a very bunch well. of, like, CR1 creatures, uh, yeah, humans, just caught on fire. They all caught on fire. <laughs> it was the it most was a- ridiculous <laughs> moment. <laughs> Joe was so excited. Skid, Skid was in that game, and he thought that he had us cornered. They were like oh, I had eight back creatures up. Yeah, there were eight humans. humans. <laughs> they had them outnumbered, and then they just all lit on fire. I came out with a big speech. What did Boom, you say, check. But you, I can't remember what I said, but it was Good. Good. You must have uh, had an Inquisitor built first and foremost in your character and must have had a pretty good Intimidate. Oh, yeah. I probably had like a plus 14 to Intimidate Yeah, yeah so I'm plus two. So I decided against that. I decided to be influenced by the current state of events, which Baron doesn't think he's going to necessarily survive through. So I took first and foremost Silence. So I can cast Silence on my weapon itself, and within a 20-foot radius around that, there's a DC-16 will save, but it'll silence casters as well. So i got to be careful around placement with Pembroke. And this was your worry. It's like, if you get too close to Pembroke or Feyraza, yeah. um, you know, if for their spells with verbal components, i.e. all of their spells, you know, you could screw them up. Right. And we don't get a save on that if we're in the rate of this. The save applies only if the spell is cast on you. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So um, changes the tactical decisions you have to make specifically, and and also them knowing like be careful, I might cast silence. They right. have to get out of your way. The other spell that I took was related kind of to Ghostbane Dirge. I did not take that because that was so situational. But a place we've gotten burned a lot of times in the past is when you have an invisible creature. Mm-hmm. So I've taken Sea Invisibility. Ooh. Excellent. Everyone was really excited about that. Excellent choices, Grant. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Such good instincts. And that was, so this makes you a fourth level Inquisitor or a fifth? Fourth. Fourth. And, and what great, like, you'd think, oh, man, multi-classing, stupid. But you're only four levels of Inquisitor, and those two spells may save lives. Exactly. May save lives. Especially well, I mean, for you. See, invisibil- see invisibility for you is huge. Huge. It's pretty big. Even if you're the only guy that can see whatever it is, I mean, you can just lay into what it's. It's, it's awesome. That's I didn't want you to take it. We no. go from we go from not being able to see a creature that's really going to harass us and do serious damage or um, you know accomplish some task we don't want them to accomplish. We go from that 
to them taking 90 points of damage around. Yeah. yeah. Like, with one Inquisitor That's spell. That's a big difference. That's a oh, big difference. difference. I can see it now. And I have a gun. <laughs> Pretty good deal. Uh, the very, the last bit of interesting tidbit that happened was I was a little... I was working my way towards Snapshot, but I really do believe you when you say you're going to kill me soon. I'm so trying, I'm trying. I would have had to take Weapon Focus as a prereq to get Snapshot, which would let me take Attack of Opportunities against people within the you know, five-foot square with my ranged weapon. Uh, but instead of doing that, I did something that will also make you insane, which is Extra Grit. Oh, oh extra grit points. Good choice. <laughs> six grit points a day. Oh, You'll never use six grit in a fight. <laughs> That's amazing. That's fantastic. Watch me try. Yeah, I know. That's fantastic. I know. Beautiful. Uh, Matthew, let's talk about Feyraza. Feyraza is now level 10. Level 10. Juicy level. You know, she started out at seven. She came into our story at episode 100. Here we are, 55 episodes later. Uh, hell of a story behind this. This woman, uh, I feel like she's starting to really come into her own. I mean, she has single-handedly changed the course of this adventure with some of the decisions she made, saving those two slaves. I want to know what you took at 10th. What do you get? Not a whole lot, actually. Um, I get an extra wild shape a day and an extra fifth level spell, which are not insignificant, but they're not all that interesting. Wow, I really, really built that up. Yeah, you did. And, uh, yeah, I'm sorry to let you down. I didn't really have much to You didn't to even say. tell me about your saves. <laughs> now now <laughs> you know how I felt last episode, Troy, <laughs> when I tried to set him up and he went, sure. <laughs> Matthew, you're really setting a precedent for yourself as a downer. <laughs> I'm not a downer. I'm a realist. <laughs> <laughs> Same, Same thing. That's what all downers say. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like downer talk to me. <laughs> I, oh, here's something. I'll give you. I'll throw, I'll throw one. Right. I'll, I'll throw you one for oh, nothing. Boy. Uh, I can now wild shape into large elementals. Oh, well, that's cool. That's, that's cool. awesome. Small See, thing. now you buried the lead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. No, that Now, that is very cool. I mean, your wild shaping uh, into various multiple giant cats has been uh, a hallmark. In- invaluable. <laughs> invaluable to the survival been, of this team. Uh, I, I don't hesitate to say life-saving. Yeah. You saved two lives. But now being able to decide, you know what? Feel like being a large water elemental. Uh, Not everyone can do that. No. Pember, can you even summon a large water elemental? I can. You can. All right. So you can summon. (laughs) So we can have two. You can have two. two. You can have two. You know what? Sometimes you might need that. You're right, Matthew. It is worthless. All right. Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Are you going to tell me what spell you took? I get it's a druid. I'm a druid. Oh, right. it's a druid. It's a you tell me which he one? took every spell. Right. All the spells. Can you tell me which one you studied overnight? No. Uh, <laughs> don't have any fun. You know what? Sure. No. Ah, this guy. Uh, Pems. Level ten Pems. It's uh, all coming back. Yeah. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> is that meatloaf? No, it's uh Bonnie uh, Tyler. No, right. No, I, think I mean, no, it's Celine Dion. All coming back to me now. Celine it's Celine Dion. Wait, didn't Meatloaf wow. sing it too? Meatloaf, I have not Meatloaf, heard of Bonnie Meatloaf, I think, Tyler. No, it is no. Celine Dion. Mo- if you hurt me like I think, this. I think Meatloaf's... And if you love me like that. I believe that Meatloaf's songwriter, the guy he partnered with, did write that song. Jim Steinman. I think Jim Steinman wrote a song. Oh, is it a Steinman? I think it's a Steinman. Like a flash in the it, pan and it is it's a Jim coming back to me now. What a great song. Can we just play that for the... Re- <laughs> Skip, do you have that drop, the all oh, coming back to me now? holy shit. Meatloaf wanted to record, record it, but Steinman said... 
he saw it as a woman's song. Oh. And he, he won a court movement preventing Meatloaf from recording it. Wow. It's a bad Oh, that, that led song. to the end of their relationship, which also probably led to the downfall of Meatloaf's career because, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like Jim Steinman. <laughs> I didn't know you had such a such a, a deep knowledge of power ballads, Troy. Oh, no, I have a deep knowledge of meatloaf. I have a deep. I have a deep. I have very high knowledge meatloaf. Do you know the? Do you know which? <laughs> do you know which meatloaf single I think was the end of his career? Um, it was probably guess. from the 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 third album, "Bad Out of Hell 3. But what what song? Just name a song. I don't know. I know exactly which one. Mine was. Objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are. I gotta disagree, Grant. That's a fantastic song, and that's from Bad Out of Hell too, which got me through a lot of tough times as a kid. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I feel like Meatloaf does a version of that, but I guess not. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he did. Maybe he got sued. I literally want to stop recording and just listening to that song. But we got to move on. Pems, tell us what you learned. Relearned at level ten. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I'm. Do you want to talk about Milo for another ten minutes? I would love to. But there's <laughs> just said, not, I, well, I just it, assumed that you want to keep talking three. about Meatloaf. There's it, just not enough time. He recorded it as a duet. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> With oh Marion Raven. I knew it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he said that he believed the song was always meant to be a duet. And if I kiss you like this. All right, Skid. Please tell us. I'm about sorry. It. I'm just. I'm online now. I'm just watching her. Subscription numbers drop down. <laughs> no, I bet you we got a lot of crossover fans between Pathfinder and Meatloaf. And Meatloaf. So, <laughs> right in. Call in. The phones are buzzing. Pembroke is 10th level now. And uh, so I got... I actually, I also don't get much. I did get my feet at 10th level, uh, and I took opposition research. What you, this is a wizard's feet? Because you don't get a normal feet. This is like yeah, a, yeah. Um, so this is... Well, as a, as a specialist, so uh, Pembroke is a conjurer. Mm-hmm. Late is the hour in which this conjurer chooses to appear. <laughs> Last spell, <laughs> I name him ill news and ill guest. That's me. <laughs> um, so, so I specialize in conjuration spells. So I have two opposition sc- schools. One of which is necromancy, and the other is uh, transmutation. Hmm. So taking the opposition research feat allows me to eliminate one of my opposition schools. That is That's actually huge. gigantic. Yeah. So, so normally, if I want to take a spell that is in my my tr- in transmutate that is a transmutation spell, mm-hmm. it takes up two slots instead of one. Mm-hmm. Now I, that, I get rid of that. In your mind, do you think this is what Pembroke originally did when he was a tenth level wizard, low so many years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think this is something that he had mastered long ago. Yeah, but years of neglect and uh, and lethargy have kind of left him <laughs> forgot so much yeah. that he had known. Oh, that's great! So cool spell. Took uh, that feet, rather. Uh, so, you know, not skill points and everything um and then uh for the two spells that i get mm. for uh leveling up i took flame arrow oh Ooh. my god which as a transmutation spell is good now like i can useless like, in a frost can, giant camp right <laughs> oh that's gonna be <laughs> so huge. i can cast it on your arrows i can cast it on 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 Lork's arrows on Baron's bullets oh my god uh, so that's 50 per casting <laughs> and then uh, I also took break enchantment at the oh. Oh. so man doesn't sound fancy right oh, like, no oh, okay cool so powerful I mean what a great spell. it's not sexy <laughs> no. it's so smart though. but yeah break <laughs> enchantment huge yeah uh, huge love that one um 
Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, man, you wake up, uh, like I said, uh, you know, full of piss and vinegar. Uh, you really you really dealt a, a, a devastating blow to the camp last night. And even as you, like, st- do your morning recon, you see that, like, it's it's not like before where, like, eh, everything's back to normal. Things are not good. Like, a few people get yelled at. Oh. And then it's like, all right, yeah, all right yeah. and now you guys stay here. And we'll, all right. But no, there, there are, like, there, you see people just, like, hands, like, what am I going to do? Arguing with each other. Like, I, you fix it. I, I can't fix it. How are we going to rebuild this? You know, it, it's, it's a situation. And that gives you the upper hand in many ways, depending on what you want to do. Because there's just a lot of distraction in the camp. It's day eight. It's the morning of day eight. You've been camping up here for a while. Matthew, I'm assuming you're uh, casting all your life bubbles. Life bubble. Um, and that's keeping everybody cool for 24 hours. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to re- redo it again. but Sure. Uh, even Cap Benatar. You know, I don't know that we ever talked about this. But I, we ha- I think we had more than enough hours to take care of it. But now this is your third night in a row. You're spending the full day up here on the mountain. Something to think about. Yeah. I don't feel like doing the math. I don't feel like doing it either. But uh, I would assume Captain Atar is not being protected like this, or you're all being less protected by it. Mm-hmm. I just don't care enough to do that math. <laughs> so can you do it for me? I mean, I have, <laughs> I have 40 hours to pass out amongst the group of us. And I am usually... Uh, you're usually a tournament. So that gives everyone... Call me a ten out, uh, A turn. <laughs> so that gives everyone 10 out of 24 hours. That's if there's... If, if you, you give it to cat. cat, if you don't, and you know my position on Joe's animal companion, they should all just die <laughs> right. right away. I think I've, you've been, I've been going a little soft on you because you kind of made it seem like life bubble just had everybody under control when it clearly does not. You have forty hours to pass out. You guys got to go back to the base of the mountain. Well, he was saying he's recasting it. Right. He's preparing it multiple times. Right. How many? So one casting of it gives you forty. No, hours? No, one casting gives me twenty. Yeah. See, two castings is giving him forty hours. Hmm. Just letting you slide by with your life bubble. Yeah. I mean, I'll, pre- I'll prep it again. So three times? Yeah. And that'll give you 60 hours? Yeah. Let's say just between three characters. That's still just 12 that's hours. That's 20 hours a piece, and that means Cap Benatar is nothing. So I'm going to say Cap Benatar is dead, and you guys have to fend for yourself for <laughs> four hours a day. I mean, I mean, I've really been letting you coast on it. I just assumed Cap Benatar is dead. <laughs> I thought she was a snow leopard. <laughs> she is not a snow leopard. What? Yeah, she is not. All right. So no more camping out on top of this mountain. Unless you want to start rolling fortitude saves. <sighs> you know, I mean, this is, uh, this I is mean, the reality. I mean, to be fair, we also did spend, I mean, it's the altitude, not the, not the it's, all the, it's all the altitude, not the, the, uh, the weather. No, but the cold's legit, too. The life bubble's giving you endure elements, you know. You but need, I've also been preparing endure elements communal to get us through the night. And we spent a night in a, in a, warm brewery at one point. Troy's about to sure. rip his microphone off the hinges <laughs> sure, and sure, beat sure. you to death with it. Yeah, we really only I mean, have you definitely don't have to include Lork in, in the indoor elements aspect of it, if, if that's something you're thinking about. The indoor element. It's the life it's just, bubble. It's is built the, into the life bubble. Right. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say, because what's done is done. Right. I'm going to go back and nitpick these episodes. I'm going to say... <laughs> we to, have people who do that for When us. it comes time to <laughs> camp... Right. Yeah, we have people that do that for us. When it comes time to camp tonight, you got to make a decision. You either want to, like, over-prepare these spells to make sure that everyone, including Cat Benatar, is covered, or you got to either find a place to camp in the village that is going to be warm enough, which won't handle the altitude, so you're going to have to be fatigued. Or you got to go back down the mountain. I think that's fair. I think we can, I think we can just go back down the mountain. 
tonight. I don't why? see why we can't. Just throwing that out there. I mean, that's what you want to do. I mean, he's saying everybody has to be fatigued, right? Isn't that what you just said? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just telling me, hearing what you're saying and knowing that Cap Benatar is a factor as well, unless you want to just let her die. What is the save on altitude again? Every hour? You it's DC it? 15, then DC 16, DC 17, DC 18. I think I could make it. I think I could definitely make it. But it's every hour. Yeah. yeah. It's four hours of uncovered. Four saves. Yeah, but if you don't give it to Cap Benatar. Yeah, who cares about Cap Benatar? I've already said this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very clear. But if you do give it to Cap Benatar, that only gives well, you for half the day. So. I mean, we, we haven't been counting Cap Benatar. That's the, is the Rather than doing all this math, I've made my proposition. So you have some time to think about it. What do you want to do right now? Um, well, we had talked about several different locations, hitting up several different locations today and uh, keeping them off, off edge. Um, or keeping them off balance. But I think Lork wants to uh, readdress the the slave situation. Oh, uh, do you? Well, just after the... It's a combination of two things. One is the, uh, you know, just hearing Feyraz's story about getting those two slaves out. And then the just the way we mopped up those frost giants. Um, Lork in the morning is, is like, Pembroke, I know we had discussed it before and... It's wise to not try to bring all those people out here in the middle of this camp, but look at them over there. Incredibly disorganized and running around with no no semblance of guards or patrols or anything that could uh, or anything that could really get in our way if we decided and if we planned a proper attack on those two frost giants guarding the slave camp, what if we just took them out and then got these slaves out of here tonight? Do you think we could do it? Mm. Yes. I would say, looking in the eyes of the two slaves that Feraza managed to free, I, I saw, seeing the pain and fear, delivered a sense of urgency to me as well. There may be a way. There may be a way. I think if we combine our magical efforts could possibly get them all out. Well, Baron, I know that you and I could take out those frost giants as long as Feyraza, you could entangle them long enough. All we need is a few rounds. Uh, but if we take them out, we, so, we don't see any other guards. The only trouble we have is walking them all through camp. I, now, uh, most of the attention is on the, the west side of the camp, which means we would have a good shot, but we'd probably run into a patrol or two and Maybe we could take them out fast with that oil of silence you got, Baron. But uh, we might risk a few slaves' lives. I don't know, though. They're dying up here anyway. I have, a, I have an idea. Perhaps instead of going through the camp, we can go over the side of the mountain. And Faraza proposes. Basically, uh, she can cast Spider Climb Communal as all of her third-level spells for the day. And I can divide that amongst the slaves and get us to... I have to split it in 10 minute increments. You like, can cast it on like a, more than just three or four people? It's just 10 minutes per level split among the recipients, and I can s- divide the duration in 10 minute intervals among the creatures touched. So if I can do it, I get 100 minutes a day per casting divided by 10 times four castings, I can get 40 people. And how many, we said there were like somewhere between 40 and 50 slaves, right? Yeah, yeah, dwindling by the day, but some people are being moved around. You know, yeah. But, but, but you're that. talking about you're talking about going off the 
I mean, the, the, it's a blank slate. Like the sheer side of the, the other side of the mountain outside of camp, we have no idea how how far down that goes and how far down 10 minutes of climbing is going to get these people. Well, presumably we would have seen that side of the mountain on our way up, right? I imagine it was switchbacks heading up. I mean, we can ask Troy. No, we didn't head up that face. That's the problem. We head up the other, we headed up the other face. Hmm. So tr- looking at the map, mm-hmm. if we were to send them over the side of them, this side of the mountain, we are like near where our camp currently near is. where the camp there is the just statue. past where the, the statue of Thremir is like behind uh, the- yeah, I mean it's it's thousands of feet down to the nearest path. Yeah. How far? How many? How many feet do you need? They get a climb speed of twenty feet. So that's slower than for how long? Event. Ten minutes. Yeah, so it's not impossible. But if it's if they double move every six seconds, that's four hundred feet a minute. Here's the reality: that's four thousand feet. Four thousand feet. Here's the reality: you're not guaranteed for all of them to survive. But, man, you might be able to get 95% of them. And those we can't who are unconscious, I can either carry out on my back as yeah, a there are some, animal. You've been in the camp. You know that, like... No, this is the other alternative. Some are clinging to life. This is another option. If I were to use uh, my magical spells for the day, I could devote them to Dimension Door and Teleport. And with the being able to take three people with me at a time and accounting for my returning to get more I could take 16 of them out if there were any that were too ill to climb on their own say so I, I figured I'd also load up on cure light wounds to give some magical healing to those who were in dire straits mm. who were close to being able to climb yeah just needed that little push yeah and then I can also prepare a couple of spider climb regulars to get us out now the other big variable is we don't know what's going on in that camp no. If we take out these giants and open the door and say, line up for spider climb, I don't know that it's going to be as organized as all that. And we don't have a lot of time to mess around. Perhaps before we take out the giants, I could go back in and speak to our contact in, within the camp. Yes. And tell them to be prepared. Give them an alert, a heads up. Something is going to happen. That is a good idea. You also have to be aware, though, of those slaves on the inside that are that are working for the giants. The spies. The spies. That might tell them. Mm. I mean, if it's someone you trust and you say, just tell a few people you trust. Well. I don't know. It's dangerous. I have to imagine that if you are, that we, if we kill the guards and open the gates, or not even open the gates, but and offer them a way out, we'll be able to overwhelm any of those spies in the, in the process. So maybe the element of surprise actually will help us. I, we're not talking about 200 people here. If we're talking about 40 to 50, we might be able to corral them quickly. Well, who knows? If we're silent enough on the attack, we could have hours to get them out of there. Depending on that patrol. How often does the patrol come around? What's the loop? It's hard to tell, especially now where they're on high alert. Like, uh, there's, there's no set time for it. But if you watch, you feel like you might be able to squeeze out 45 minutes. If all goes smooth in your attack on the frost giants, um, right? But that's something else. Like someone, you, it would probably be smart to designate someone just to make sure there's nothing, uh, there's no watch happening, huh? W- would it be possible to? Is it feasible to, if we see the patrol coming, to have? somebody cast 
enlarge person on Baron and have him just try to pose as a frost giant standing out front. Because he's got that helmet. Just, just you know, it might would just be one of them, but... Oh, he, the other one went, you know, into the woods to Just go to waves. the bath. bath. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in and fact, that's all we would person need. is one of my domain spells. Oh. So I, if we came to that, we can maybe try to pull that off. Just close the gates real quick and have one frost giant posted outside. Quick wave. <laughs> my disguise, Joe, <laughs> let me tell you what my disguise is. It's a negative two. Oh, Christ. So I will be the one doing five, it. I think. So a uh, three. <laughs> two, I think. I think someone with a better disguise base. You know, we get a plus two with Remier Spirit to impersonate a giant? I guess. Plus five, but oh, plus I, five. I'm negative that's, two already. That's all right. Or we could just <laughs> close, like, I have be plus prepared. five. Yeah, disguise. <laughs> Pembroke standing there as a fro- as a frost giant. Yeah, that's actually pretty great. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, th- th- I mean, these are we're talking about backups of backup plans here, and you know, in the event that it takes us way too long and the patrol comes by. So first but, things first, we got to kill these frost giants. But otherwise, we kill the frost giants, open the gates, tell these people we're leaving tonight. We would lead them to the edge of the mountain by the giant. It's like, we're leaving now. Yeah. And, and Firaza just goes down the line. <laughs> go, I, I, go, I, go, I just, go, go. I wish go. we had communal feather fall so we could just throw these people off of the mountain. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> just like the flying Elvises and leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. We're the flying Elvises. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Even if we get them down to part of the pass where we can get them off uh, the mountain, still, we still have a, a hike quite a hike around our camp um the flying elvises were in honeymoon in vegas yeah not the academy award winner oh yeah <laughs> well they both had nicholas cage though. and they were both then in las vegas that were they not also true, little known fact that's true it's just, i had to make that distinction <laughs> mean, there's a broadway musical version of honeymoon in vegas there really yeah my friend was in it yeah. oh there would be no them. broadway version of leaving las vegas my uh <laughs> my, sister, my sister got married in vegas did you want to take a guess? Don't you non sequitur me, yeah. Brent? <laughs> you, you want to? I can smell Vegas. <laughs> you, uh, you want to take a guess as to whether or not that marriage is still around? Oh, oh, <laughs> great! It's getting all of Atlantic City. I was down. Uh, <laughs> you know, I really like craps. That's why I like playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I think uh, I don't know. I'm confident. Lork is he's itching to kill more giants. He's really confident of what we could do if we really have the jump on these guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and with them not having dark vision and us knowing so much about them now to set up the combat how we want to set it up I think is going to be it's going to be huge huge and with flame arrow what yes so now we cast that ahead of time I will say now this is a risk this is one that we've been unwilling to take up to now but after destroying the primary means of uh, of nourishing themselves the primary means of feeding themselves they're going to turn to the slaves, so that time is not on our side. So if we are going to do this, it probably makes sense to do it now. Save as many lives as we possibly can yes, exactly. before we bring down this town. And I don't know that we could spend another night up here. <laughs> not with the GM acting like that. The, not with the GM, GM has made it very clear. The rules. <laughs> just the understood rules. The duration of his spells. <laughs> Listen, and not, not, if the pe- if we'll Lord, never make it alive. If Lord can't be, be, be if Lord can't be expected to remember his animal companion, why should I? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm fine with that cat just operating at fatigued. 
It's the non-lethal damage I'm more concerned about. But we're, I'd we're like doing to plenty of rest dead <laughs> after all this <laughs> okay. chicanery. Um, um, all right, so, so I, th- I yeah. think we have some good plans in place mm-hmm. here. Uh, and then, yeah, there is going to be risk. Yes, I think it's 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 almost certain that we're going to lose a few in the escape, but we have to try. So does one of I, does one of us want to lead the expedition down the side of the mountain? I can cast spider climb on one of us to just like lead all the slaves down to a place of safety. I think Lork should do that. Uh, uh, unless you want Lork doing perception checks, we should scout. Us. You should scout it out first. Either either Math, either Ferraza, or someone with the, like the broom should go check it out to see what's on. Yeah, that find side. the best path down uh, the side of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's going to be dark when we go, so we got to know exactly where we're so going. So when we wake up in the afternoon or whenever it is, I imagine we're sleeping through most of the day. I can wake up, scout it out, and then right, exactly. And remind me again: once you cast Spider Climb, how long does it last? 10 minutes per level, but I can sp- I split them up into 10 minute increments. All right, so you're going to give to n- wait to how many people though? 40. So it's 10 minutes. Oh, you're going to cast it multiple times. I'm yes. using all of my third level spells on wow. spider. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're giving everybody 10 minutes. Yeah. They all have to you just like well, so you line cast go, minus cast the people go, who are go. infirm, but sure. that's that Sure. It's a, it's a decent plan. What c- what could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good question. Some Jordan. sort of major fumble on Baron or Lork's part in the start of the combat could could be an issue. <laughs> so I'm assuming you want to wait till nightfall. You yeah. said uh, Feyraza wants to do a a recon as a bird to kind of see where's the best jumping off point. Yeah, and like Descent. a path down to yeah, and you see it. And, Great. you know, you, you let the team know. Uh, it's certainly not impossible. I uh, describe it intensely to Pembroke. So thousands he- of feet down. I mean, these things, you know, in, if, if all of these slaves were actual NPCs that I'd be rolling for, I mean, some are going to fail their climb check. I mean, that's just the reality. They have a climb speed. You don't a, fail a yeah, climb check. Oh, they have a climb. Climb. oh, they get straight up climb they're speed. They're spiders. Okay. So yeah, the only reason people would die is if it was like suddenly there, there were parts of it that we didn't see that were 5,000 feet or something. But, uh, we're not on flat ground yet. And they lost the spell, right, 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 and fell. But yeah, when you're when you have the spell, you have to you don't have to have a skill. So it it sounds like a great plan. Yeah. Um, um, now well, the one thing I'm is, excited to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Tactically for the combat, I want to. I don't want to just fight them right in front of the slave pens, uh, and I don't want to give one of them time to alert anyone else. So I feel like we have to kind of pull them away a little deeper, maybe with. Uh, I don't know so, something to attract their attention. A, a sound. We, we got to take them into the trees yeah, nearby. Exactly. We, we have to get them in a combat that they can't get out of, so we, that they don't just go warn more people. I do have one extra fifth level slot spell slot that I can use with this plan. I could use it on dominate person and try that on one of the giants. Oh, cool! And then I could make it do whatever I wanted. Battle each other. I could fight the other one. I could lead him off into the woods and then have him fight. That would be amazing. You know? I can, and I can corral them wherever this ends up with a wall of thorns. Yeah. And have we disabled the skyrocket that's inside of that watchtower nearby, or have we not? Uh, you did, but that's the one yeah, we that did. they fired off right. and realized, oh, it's broken. They, I, so you would have to assume they've fixed it. There won't be a frost iron in there at night, though, presumably. But if someone skirts by, you know. But they, I mean, we're assuming they fixed it. Since last night? Yeah. Okay. Just put a replacement one up there? Yeah, they tried to fire it. It didn't work, so they put a new one up there. You okay. Got it. Uh, yeah, that would be a huge problem. Yeah. If but it's, the tower up. wouldn't be manned. So if we if once the fight is done, we can disable the, the that new rocket then. I'm yeah. just concerned about someone's... Yeah. Um, okay. But. So we got to find a way to pull them over into those trees. So how do we do that? 
make a ruckus, make some sound. Um, Which trees? The trees between the the slave pens and the base of the and the, of the uh, statue. statue. Femir, yeah. Too bad we didn't take some of that beer with us. Yes, I do have ghost sound. Oh, so cool. Perfect. Yeah, so if you could use a ghost sound to just say, you know, I can. Yeah. Hey, coming to these trees. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's Jasmine. <laughs> You know what? If you could use ghost sound to uh, do like a stage whisper from the trees. Yeah. Like, all right, now you climb over. Now you climb over. They didn't see us as if it's like yeah, slaves. Yeah. That's what I was just climbing thinking. over the fence. I can make this, the, the equivalent sound of up to eight humans talking. Yeah. Or <laughs> cool. Doing whatever. So make so. it sound like they're, they're escaping. No, they haven't seen us yet. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but yeah. the problem is I can already see what Troy's little gear is cranking in his head as one of the giants will come check it out and the other will be at the entrance, which is still fine. Dominate the other one. Right. Well, we're going to do our best. All right. We're all just trying our best. (laughs) Night (laughs) falls on the camp. They've been doing uh, a lot during the day to try and recover from this blow that has been dealt by... Oh, I think we should probably make it clear. We probably should have had this conversation before we bedded down so we have a chance to memorize all this. Yeah, memorize. Sure, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, we could have this conversation in the morning, and, and then, then, we and take then you hour. take your hour during the day. You know, we're not doing anything all day. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, either way, you know, uh, you you watch the camp all day, and they're really, uh, it, it, it's really taken them a lot to try and figure out not only, like, how to recover from this, but, like, what the hell is going on? There are uh, patrols coming more frequently around, um, and that doesn't make you guys feel great, um, but... You know, at least right now, a lot of the patrols are uh, relegated to the uh, western portion of the camp where most of the destruction has happened. You know, you didn't successfully destroy the shrine. You didn't do anything to the slave pen. You didn't. You decided not to burn down the brewery. And um, we didn't burn down the, the stable. The stable. So, you know, that may actually help you in a way. That, that doesn't mean that there aren't patrols coming around here, but uh, they're definitely more al- on the alert over there because they, they, pro- they may even think, like, maybe it's just slaves. Where are they? They couldn't have got far. Yeah. They're not trained warriors and assassins. Night falls. Time to act. Talk, talk me through it. Um, all right. So Lork and Baron, I think we're going to sneak over. Um, Faraz is going to turn it out. Uh, sneak over to the copse of trees from our campsite. Uh, mm-hmm. There's really nothing in between us now. We've cleared out that area. Um, keep an eye on the patrol and just wait and watch for the uh, the patrol to go past the road there under the watchtower. As soon as it passes and is, you know, we think out of earshot, do a little ghost sound and uh, try to draw. Obviously, both of them together would come check it out. And uh, <laughs> we'll go from there and maybe get off a dominate person. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So uh, we didn't think of something. There's something we didn't think we of that Troy yeah. knows. Yeah. So somebody's listening to this right now. They're like, you didn't. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of listening to this podcast? <laughs> the, uh, the patrol does pass by. You see it go by. Uh, it comes from the south up that south road that you guys traveled on day one or day two to get to that tower that was sitting all by itself uh, south of the brewery. And uh, they pass by and they head towards the west. 
You think now is your opportunity. <laughs> Where are you? Pull this off. Oh, Where man. are you? What do you do? You so, got pawns there. Now, Baron and Lorca are in the trees, so he's going to say... We'll say the trees are everything off of this map over here. That's all okay. trees. So we'll say uh, uh, Lorca, Baron, and um, Pembroke, and Cat are over there. And Faraz is probably sitting up on top of a tree, watching. Watching. And, uh, and what does it feel Lork's like? Lorca's going to say, all right, Pembroke, could you fire up these arrows? Yeah. All right. So Pembroke says, give them to me. Gather them up. And 25 of each of your projectiles are now imbued with flame. Cheer. Additional 1d6 of fire damage whenever you hit. Wow, and that's not time-based, right? That's it is. Just, ba- it's, oh. uh, it's 100 minutes. 100 minutes, yeah. Till the so, end of this yeah. uh, nonsense. Lives. Right. Our lives. Um, <laughs> are we, do we feel like we're isolated enough to where people could hear my gunshots from these trees? Should I, ca- should I use my oil of silence? Does it seem like that would be wise? Yes. All right, I'm going to use my oil of silence. It's just the lives of 50 people at risk, <laughs> but... You know, let's roll with it. Joe, can I point out to you that <laughs> that oil of silence our was 750 gold pieces? I know. I know it's very Do you think expensive. these people even have two coppers to rub together? I'll re- they can bill me. <laughs> yeah, were you can bill me. <laughs> you can ask for payment? <laughs> you get to the bottom yeah, of the Yeah, like, is like, well, if you want the spider climb... <laughs> <laughs> Two gold. <laughs> All right, Mother Teresa, it shut is, your right, mouth. It is the perfect time to shake someone down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, so I cast Flame Arrow on your uh, respective projectiles, and right. I'm ready to try you to got draw got 25 these. of these, and you want to do a ghost sound and see if we can draw somebody? Yeah. All right, um, so you do ghost sound. What, what? Tell me about this. So I make a ghost sound of, like, five guys saying, like, Wow, I can't believe we escaped so easily. Yeah, we just climbed over that wall, and those dumb giants didn't even see us. I don't even think we have to keep our voices down at this point, because they're so stupid. Hey, let's just hang out here for a minute and bask in our small victory before moving on to freedom and new lives. <laughs> Bottle cap. <laughs> sure enough, as Grant uh, so uh, correctly guessed, uh, one of them heard you. Uh, of course, this is, uh, this is the perception check that you fail. Right? <laughs> he turns to the, the other guy. Sound like a couple of slaves were boasting. <laughs> <laughs> boasting about their escape from the bed. No, that can't be right. Uh, all right I'm going to go check it out. And so one of them just <laughs> la, 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 starts walking <laughs> towards Does he you sing guys. while he walks over? Yep. La, 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 la. <laughs> it's all coming back. All coming back to me Okay, now. so once he gets within, past the trees. Yeah. Pembroke is going to try to cast Dominate Person on him. Dominate now, At the same time person. that he casts Dominate Person, Lork is going to ask if, they're, if they want me to shoot at the guy that's at the gate. It's like, not, not yet. Okay. Hold, it's like, it's just, hold, right. hold, please. And bling. And I'm going to turn in one of my bottle caps. Oh, <laughs> I forgot you had one. So and smart. As am I. Oh, 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 the worst of can, three rolls. No, no, I won't allow that. Oh. <laughs> no doubling up on the bottle caps. Okay, all right. I would have thought you would encourage any spending of yeah, a bottle Yeah, I do enjoy spending a bottle caps. Um, but now talk to me about Dominate Person. This is, uh, this is juicy. This is a fifth level wizard spell. We have not used this yet. Yeah. I have not used this yet. It's been a while, so let's, let's crank it up. <laughs> yeah! Keep coming. 
<laughs> All right. I'll give everyone at home a chance to stop dancing. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so this is the text of the spell. You can control the actions of any humanoid creature through a del- telepathic link that you establish with the subject's mind. If you and the subject have a common language, which we do because I speak giants, you can generally force the subject to perform as you desire within the limits of its abilities. Um, you know what the subject is experiencing, but you do not receive direct sensory input from it, nor can it communicate with you telepathically. Once you have given a dominated creature a command, it continues to attempt to carry out that command to the exclusion of all other activities except those necessary for day-to-day survival, such as sleeping, eating, pooping, and so forth. Because of this limited range of activity, a sense motive check against DC 15 rather than DC 25 can determine that the subject's behavior is being influenced by an enchantment effect, blah, blah, blah. Changing your orders is giving a dominant creature a new command as a move action. You can just all sensory input. So you can't actually see the subject's eyes. Blah, blah, blah. It's just this control. Uh, any subject's forced to take actions against its nature receives a new saving throw with a plus two bonus. So basically, if it succeeds, you give it a command. No, I'm in complete control of it. Ah. Um, if I give it a command that's against its nature, ah. it takes and it gets an additional saving throw at a plus two bonus. I see. What is the DC of this spell? DC 21 will save. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, bottle cap. Come on. <laughs> All right, I got to roll two of these. Uh, and, he's uh, using his two best dice. I'm using hot gold green and his hot gold. I'm not feeling good about this. I've yet to pass a single one of these dominate charm. Uh, oh, you're due. Pass on the gold die and on the neon green. Fail. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, that is so. So he's just huge. like he starts walking over there and he's and Pembroke telepathically says, "Come here." All right, and he continues walking into the trees. Okay. And once he gets in, Pembroke telepathy says, Call your friend. He speaks in giant. And the giant says back to him, like, He doesn't want to come. All right. Say, say you need help with the slaves. There's. Too many of them. Yeah. So, so tell him that you're trying to round up these slaves. There are too many and you need help. <laughs> and the giant starts to come. Yeah. And mom told me never to lie. Um, when the giant gets within a few feet or so, he sees you guys. Well, I mean, Lork's ready in action to fire as and soon as this guy. Raz is also ready you know, to get a spell. Roll for an issue. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, come oh, on. Nice. Come on. Come on, Bear Bear. Get that in this, Bear Bear. All right. All right. Uh, Talk to me, Lork. 30. Oh my god. <laughs> what a clutch time. Wow. Awesome. Initiative. Uh Baron? 18. 18. Oh, uh, lowly 18. Baron. Uh Feyraza. 22. 25. 22. Uh Pems. Uh 17. 17. All right. Good uh good initial roll. Round 1. Lork. 
uh, Lork is going to open up on the other giant, the one that is not dominated. Did you get a surprise round? Obviously. Uh, no. Well, I mean, we are absolutely aware of him. He is absolutely unaware of us. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'll give you the surprise round because you're all going to do his move into position. Right now, you're hidden behind trees. You can't shoot. Right. So, uh, all right. So he is going to take one shot. He's going to move into f- position in the surprise round. Move into position? Yeah, like you're hidden behind trees right now. So if you want the surprise round, you can take it to position yourself. Okay. All right. Then I'll take it to position myself. All right. So let's say uh, all of you take it to position yourselves. Now it's round one. Now you can take your action. Um, okay. Well, then I will I will assume that I am positioned with a clear shot. Clear at this guy. shot. Yep. Uh, and I will use a flaming arrow and I'll do a deadly aim power attack uh, on this giant. All right. And uh, I will go to town. Uh, that is a hit. I pass concealment. I rolled... An 8 on the D8, a 6 on the D6, a 6 on the D6, Come on. and a 5 on the fire die oh, for, wow. for a grand total. Wait, tell me the total. And then 32 the f- points of regular damage oh my God. and 5 points wow. of fire. Holy <laughs> moly. That was an insane roll. Nice. So you just, boom, light him up. Uh, second attack. Second attack. Hits. Oh, I, I didn't say before that I had rolled a, like a 34 to hit. Sure. Uh, same roll, 24 on concealment. So I make that. Yeah. Uh, that is 18, uh, 24 points of regular damage and six points of fire. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> and then last and final uh, attack is a 25 to hit. 25 is going to hit. And yeah. it gets concealment max on the D8. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, man. 27 regular, four fire. 27 regular, four <laughs> fire. Wow. Oh, you guys. Gotta be kidding me! I mean, round. you don't even know how much damage you just did to that <laughs> wow. guy. Those were all flame arrows. Oh, amazing! Oh, Feraza, Pembroke is the best. Uh, Feraza, having settled down on a branch to get into position during the surprise round, a lower branch, uh, is going to cast Wall of Thorns. Wall of Thorns, and, attempt, attempt, and he's, she's basically going to make it like. 20 feet de- a 20 feet deep wall. Okay. She only has to get this one guy. Uh, all right, so you're not going to attack the other one. Because the other one's... Won't the other one, like, be like, hmm, that's not normal? Well, the other thing is, like, the, the Wall of Thorns would completely protect it from our ranged attacks. Not necessarily. It's only 10 feet high. Oh, 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 so you're saying its head is above the thorns. He's, got, he's it, got it, got it. Okay, cool. All right, uh, so now... It, it, partial cup, though, mate. With Dominate Person, does the other giant think, like... That's not right. No, You're it's it's only if friend. I tell like if I tell murder your friends, then it would get another. Ah, uh, okay. So it's just it does it's like do a robot. Anyway, right. it's just it's dominant. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. That's uh, the name of the spell. All right, so you're going to cast Wall of Thorns right on top of that, dude. Yep. All right, what do I got to roll? Nothing. You take So you take uh, 25 minus your uh, AC, you take in piercing damage. Okay. Yeah, and then he's trapped in that wall. So he's so, trapped in that wall. We've been here before. We've been here with before. the same frost giants <laughs> that were guarding the pen. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it it's is 20 feet thick. 20 and feet he, thick. And he's in the middle of it. All right, so, I mean, it's surrounding him. He's got five feet on either side of him that he's still going to go through. Uh, Baron. How far away is Baron from this entangled frost giant? Uh, You've got a lot of business between you, but let's say during your surprise run, you got into a better position with your move. Uh, You're still 25 feet away. Okay, so I'll move. uh, 
how far? So, in terms of around him, radius wise, I just want to get within touch AC range. Mm-hmm. But is that possible with how far the wall is out and how high up he is with Pythagorean? Like the wall's only five feet. Yeah, don't worry him. about the wall. Uh, you can take a move action and fire away. Okay, great. So I'm going to stay at the furthest away I can be, which I assume is 20 feet. Yep. Fire at him. Get one shot. All right. Do Make not miss count. your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime, yo. That's going to be a hit for a total of 26 points of nice. damage. And you kill the first person. <laughs> All right. Yes. In one round. Wow. wow. Yes. You guys just awesome. eliminate yes. awesome. that enemy. Now... What do you want to do? What is your? Did you guys talk through what the rest of this plan is with this dominated guy? Um, so, Baron, oh, you don't have any shots left, but wow! I it's, mean, that it, was, well, you know, what? it's Pembroke's turn, so this is perfect. Yeah, so it's like, well, we could have him open the gates, let us in, and just stand guard. And right. that's exactly what he would do. Stand yeah. guard, don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we um, can. We, and if it's opening the gates is contrary to his nature, we can just do that. But. And he's dominated for like a day or more, ten days or like a it's long ten time. Days, yeah. Ten days. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I can do it at a distance too. So, and he'll warn us if someone comes. Maybe. Well, there can, is the risk if he sees the slaves leaving. That I don't know. We well, have to roll another save, send him away, or something. <laughs> yeah, um, ask him to do anything that isn't normal. He gets not no, not that isn't normal. Some that's against his nature. against his nature, right? Yeah, so. letting small humanoids into the pen, out of the pen, out of the pen. Might yeah, be might be. That's not like. Yeah, that's not like an instinctual frost giant's prerogative to not let small people inside the building. We could also just (laughs) say, stay here for a little bit. Yeah, just stay here. Don't look in this direction. Just keep your eyes forward. Keep an eye on the statue. Keep an eye on the statue. There was trouble there the other night. So he just like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. And just stares up at Thremir. Yeah. All right, Lork is going to hustle to the yeah. gates. Faraza will fly down into the into the pen. And get started. And she is going and to... Lork is going to try to open the pen from the outside. Roll a strength check? Uh, you roll a strength check. Eight. Eight, yes. It's taking you a little while, but uh, I would say... It's like, like Marie Le Pen. need some help. Twelve. Twelve. You have the plus zero strength? That is true. I will try to get another round. That's a 21. All right, so like it takes about a minute or so. Baron, you're, you. you're on the clock. Ah! You get it open, yep. <laughs> Baron looks over at Lork and says, that's amazing that I even helped. It's five foot high. I can't even reach that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lork's going to open open the door. Do they open out or open in? Open uh, out, I assume. It right? opens out, yep. All right, so he's going to pull this uh, door open. is going to land like right in front of a gathering of the slaves, and she's going to unwild shape, <laughs> and then she's going to enlarge herself. What? Uh, that's my, my, one, of my, one of my abilities. It's part of my domain. So I enlarge <laughs> myself, and I say... Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Faraza El Cid. <laughs> it is time to go. <laughs> but you look like a giant. No, I look like a. I look like a, I. I, sh- I take off the. Uh, I take off my my I, my headscarf and I show them my Asmar hair. But you're a large creature. All right, I won't enlarge myself. I was just trying to make myself. Uh, a little no, bigger. you already enlarged yourself. They're looking at you like. Uh, well, Lork will stand. He'll walk right uh, up next to her. Uh, they're like kind of standing back in fear. Lork will walk right up next to her and say, This is my friend, Faraza Al-Said. I'm Lork Iron Tusk, and we're all leaving tonight over the side of the mountain. Let's go. Roll diplomacy check. Can I aid? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'll aid, too. Uh, 11. I aid. 
I ate. All right. So, so 15. They're all kind of hesitant. They're looking at this giant uh, woman who you've, your skin is kind of, it's light in color. I mean, it only lasts for seven seconds. Right. So you go, Six up, seconds. And then you back down. <laughs> like, they don't know what the hell's going on. This scene, is this a trick? Yeah. They've, they've, uh, they've been tested like this before. But have, slowly, some of them start to come forward. Is Mr. Bababoo Jenkins still with you? And all of a sudden, from the back, it parts. And Bababoo Jenkins. I am here. When we last spoke, my friend, I was but a bird. Oh, yes. This is my true form. Oh, my. You look beautiful. You were so large for but a mere six seconds. I was trying to be seen. And now, now you are back to your normal size. What what is this? Are you here to save us? We are here to save you, and let's t- let's stop talking about it and get going. All right, but I just have one thing I'd like to say. And he like reaches into his pants and he brings out a large book. I'd like to read this long passage. It will take twenty five minutes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. We can't allow that. All right, all right. Uh, come, this is friend. She saved me on a very cold night, and 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 she can be trusted. I know not about her elven friend or her dwarven friend, but this is our opportunity. Let's go. So I'm yeah. So Lork will start moving through the people and just being like, we've been up here for days, killing giants and trying to find a way to get you all out of here. And tonight's the night. So line up. Grab what you can, but leave behind anything you don't need. You got to travel light. We're climbing down the mountainside with the help of a powerful druid. Come on, line up. Oh, we can, line up. We cannot all possibly climb. We're not all able-bodied and strong. You would. I have. I have. Also, I have prepared spells of healing for those who are infirm, and we have an alternate solution for those who cannot move. Yes, I. Uh, sorry. Uh, Hello, my name is Pembroke. Oh. Uh, any of those who are not well enough to travel, please let me know, and I can start ferrying you out magically on my own, all right? All right, and you see, like, there are a couple, like, stronger ones among the group that are starting to take charge, and they round up the most infirm, and they bring them directly to you, Pembroke. There's, like, six, nine of them. Okay. Um, and then the rest are kind of helping uh, you, Feyraza, and Lorcan Baron, like, sh- shepherding them to you. And is going to start passing out good berries, which, which has the effect of healing a hit point and also feeling like a full meal. All right, so they're all eating a good berry and just following you, like, to awesome. the base of the... Or to the like ridge of the mountain. Yeah. All right. So you guys are leading them all yeah. out, and Lork is going to stay sort of in the back and just watching the patrols and watching the west side of the camp to make sure that nobody's coming this way yet. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is all happening very very fast. Pembroke, talk to me about what's happening with you. How many times do you have to teleport? Uh, if it's I do it, I have to do it three times. Three oh, times. Uh, so one, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, no, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a six castings of the of spells. Six castings of spells. We'll get all nine of those people out. And where are yeah. you bringing them? Um, well, I can. Well, that depends. Like, I can I, if I if this was the plan, and I was thinking about this earlier. I didn't. I should have said something. But mm-hmm. I would have scouted out the spot where we're supposed to get down the cliff, like where everyone's supposed to like meet after the spider climb sure. expires. So I know that spot at least well enough to target it with a spell, and that makes that makes total sense. Okay. I mean, with, with I mean, sorry, you could also we sh- you should those people are the infirm people. Yeah. you should 
take them to Skelt. Now, can you not do that because you're doing dimensional do step? Or I can do that for the worst twice. Three. I can do that with six people. So with the with six worst, you should go to Skelt and then come back because there's no difference. Well, but right? then I can't come. That's the thing. I can only do. Th- I can only teleport three times. You said well, how many uh, people were in okay. So nine. Are they infirm? Are they where if I were to cast cure light wounds on them a couple times, they would be able to go? All right, so you can only cast it three times. So, so what? You can only go back forth once, no, right? Well, no, four, he can back forth, back, and then you can't come back, right? Right. All right to so you skelt. Can, he can get them out of the camp. And he's not, no, he's talking about just plain old teleport. He can cast three times, right. so he can take people out, come back, and take people out, and that's it. Period. And you can do that. So that means you. No, take, I, I could take them to skelt. I could take people. He I could take, take six people to Skelt. He could take nine people out off the mountain. Yeah. All right. Well, wh- why don't you just do that? That's and you'll have okay. a rendezvous point. But okay. let's say you've just seen it casually. Wouldn't uh, that be a little more fun? <laughs> sure, I <laughs> you do. Know, because you know, you walked up to the edge of the mountain, maybe with Feyraza, but with a, with the camp on high alert, you weren't able to like go down there and actually study it. So you've kind of seen it casually. I mean, a one to eighty-eight. On yeah. the die and Yeah, yeah You're fine Yeah uh, <laughs> You just gotta roll 3d100 Okay So the first three people <laughs> Alright This is fun Alright <laughs> Is it? Alright, we'll see People's lives are at risk Look at him laughing He's right. laughing <laughs> It's not funny <laughs> It's not funny <laughs> 77. All right, so come on. You get right to where Feyraza uh, chose the rendezvous point. Okay. And then you just want to go back, right? All right, so it's a little what, like what? cliff face, like sticking out of the mountain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, wait here. Boom. Uh, all right, then you go <laughs> back. Then, uh, don't worry about the go back V100. It takes okay. away from the joy. Okay. Well, it's also he's much more familiar with that area. Right, right. I mean, yeah. you'd have to only roll a uh, 100, and you, you would still be right nearby. So, yeah. all right, so now you want to take them again down there. You yeah. go to another slave pen in the area. <laughs> okay, so this is this is Dimension Door. I'm uh, Dimension Door, take them out, Dimension Door back. So does that work like teleport? Uh, yeah, it's okay. just like uh, assuming that it's like through the mountain is like uh, uh, seven hundred and sixty feet or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so boom, t- dimension door out. Boom, dimension door back. Grab three more. Grab three more. Seventy-two. All right, if I, oh my god, I'm all right, so boom, you come back. All right, all right last chance. You got to right, make it count. Come back. It's last dimension door. Grab the final three. <laughs> no. 84. Oh, oh my God. God. You just make it. And 89 is off target. That would have been disastrous. I mean, Disast- off target is you're off like the side of the mountain. Off the side, off of, the side of the mountain. Uh, or inside the mountain. So you're able to get them there to that rendezvous oh, point. Man. Meanwhile, while this is all happening, the Baron and Feyraz and Lork. Go, 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 go. tapping them. And I'm going to cast like, spider climb on Baron and Lork. Right, <laughs> okay. So Lork. Regular spider climb. So you have it for 100 minutes. Lork wants to do a, a, a perception, just looking through all the people to see if he recognizes a girl, a half orc ish. Yeah, roll uh, uh, perception, girl. Baron. You can roll perception too. Uh, 32. Correct. Uh, that is a 31. Neither of you have seen uh, have seen anyone He's that like matches. Frantically that moved, look, I mean, there's faces. a lot of people coming through, so you're not even getting to look at all those people with a right. 32, with whatever you roll. I mean, yeah. You, do, you know. Was I able to see the figure that I saw earlier darting around? Good question. You were not. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So, do I see the giant guy that was a bully? Uh, would you down? roll on the, the 31? Perception? Yeah, you do see him. 
I, I, we can talk to them when we get down the mountain. And I just, I just, I just look at him and I say, you be, mark him. Behave. Right. And then I shake everyone down for like five coppers each. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your lunch money. Uh, you see that guy and he looks like a coward, you know, in, in, while all this is happening. He was a big bully then, coward now. And you're just shepherding them uh, down the mountain and they're just all becoming magically imbued with spider climb and these like very passing, thin, passing. waif, sick slaves are like climbing down the mountain professional alpiners. Now, also, another thing, I, sorry, another thing I didn't ask. Are we pretty much sure that this is where all the slaves are? No. Okay, so in so, fact, you're 100 percent sure there are more slaves in the camp. And do we know where they are? No. Okay. No. At, at night, we are not. But sure I mean, where this is the them. pen. This is where the majority are. Sure, this sure. is a huge, huge success if you're able to pull this. If up. they are not in some weird temple sex cult, a la True Detective, <laughs> I will be very disappointed. Well. <laughs> It's not cool. like not it's like I want that to happen. I, I don't want that to happen. I just think that's what's going to happen. Uh, all right, so up. you're just pushing them down. You're pushing them down. You're pushing them down. I would also like to note that I cast regular spider climb on Cat Benatar. So just you know, oh, go so fuck Cat yourself. gets down there as well. All right, I was, all right. Ah, I was trying to throw Cat off the mountain. Uh, but all right, so all of you, so get we down all get there. down now. Lork is going to try to. You know, lead these people back to our base camp. Yeah, uh, you know, off the altitude, not quite as cold. 40, 50 degrees, whatever it is down there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just trying to help anybody that's falling short, that can't quite keep up, and he's just kind of going up to the front and then back to the back and then up to the front and just kind of keeping an eye on it. 40, 50 slaves yeah. in tow. And you're going down. You haven't been down the mountain in, I'd have to check, but like five, four or five days at yeah, this point. Yeah, something like you know, that. This is night, the night, night eight. That you have spent up here, and so you're just bringing them down. You're doing the best that you can uh, to keep uh, morale going and try and corral these people who are sick, infirm. You know, yeah, they had spider climb on them, but they're still weak. Yeah, they have their good berry. They're still, you know, malnourished, and they're doing their best. I mean, Pembroke was having trouble coming up the mountain. They all have altitude sickness, although probably some of them have adapted at this point. But they're cold. They're fatigued. Some of them are on the brink of death. I can't take the six worst. Six in worse shape of like if they can't travel, I can teleport them to the forge or to wherever else. Right. Well, they're probably from Skelt. So, For, yeah, I can take them to Skelt. Yeah, I mean, you're watching them. No, I do like the idea of like populating the church, the yeah. church, and yeah. having them start creating a society there. And yeah. then, like, <laughs> um, you do see some starting to fall behind and not only fall behind, but like actually fall in the snow. Yeah. And they're just like laying there. And their their friends, or at least the other slaves, are like, just let them, let them, they'll never make it. They'll never make it. Let them die. We have to go. Yeah, and Lork is going to like, can I roll a heel check or roll heel checks just to try to get them? Back up on their feet. Try to get them to go a little farther. Yeah, roll, he'll check. I'll see what you're looking at. Sure. <clears throat> um, that is a 25. 25. I mean, they look like they're they're not going to make it I mean, a, unless you can get them out of there quickly via Pembroke. Faraza like will three of them. Faraza will now that she'll, she'll fly down land and uh, on wild ship and wild ship into the the war cat and carry so she can carry some people on her back. Ah, uh, all right. So you wa- they wild still have to be able to grab on. Yeah, the the weakest among them cannot, but Pembroke could save them and take them to the forge. Yeah, I'll say, yes. Well, the we- uh, friends, I, I will take the six. I can take up to six and get them to, to total safety. Uh, and then, But then I won't be able to rejoin you for another day until I can re-memorize my That's spells. fine. But we're still at the mountain. Pembroke's not with us, is he? No, no, no I, you all, we're, we're, we're all down now. Because I met them down. Yeah. Well, the only other thing is the dominated giant. He is ours to control for another ten days. Right, but they're going to know he's dominated. I they may, know. but what, what can they do about it? Right. 
He's, just um, sta- he's still standing there staring so at if, the mirror. So if anybody is beyond... And I can Pembroke's- tell him now. Like, I have unlimited range to tell him what oh, to do. Oh, okay. So oh, that's telepathically. Right. Just like the dragon. <laughs> yeah. That's so, right. Okay. Yeah, so I can- yeah, this is a charmed person. This yeah, is this a is- lot more intense. Yeah. That is great. Um, uh, all right. So then uh, if there's anybody that is not within... That is over Pembroke's limit to take out of there that can't walk, Lork is going to carry. Lork will carry. And yeah, it's only one person. We'll so. go on uh, Feyraz's back as the work at. Uh, all right. So, Pembroke, you're going to teleport out of there, but you won't be able to rejoin them till the morning? I can teleport three of them out. Teleport back and then teleport three more, but then I won't be able to rejoin them until tomorrow. All right, right now it looks like there's three people that are not going to make it unless you do that for sure. So okay. if you want to grab them and yeah, get back. I'll grab. It says it's all right, it's all right. Don't be afraid. And I gather them up, and it's just like see you soon. And then boom, and D100. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, very familiar, very familiar. Okay. 50. All right. So okay. you're in the uh, cathedral. You see uh, Ralphio and Evan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, hello. <laughs> sorry. Sorry if I surprised you. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Farron's there as well talking to them. They look like they're in a lot better shape. Are you just dropping them off like, I'll tell you more later? Yeah, I give them a back. brief breakdown of what's happening. <laughs> and it's just like, now be prepared for three more. Be back in a mo. Boom. <laughs> Bumps out. And uh, roll D100 again. Okay. 60. 60, you're back, and okay. no problem. And uh, so you have one more casting of Teleport. Yep. People look like they're going to be okay for the moment, but you've still got another like hour of travel down the mountain. Don't forget, it's three hours oh, I know, down the I mountain. Know. Um, so you guys keep going, and you're going to hold off for now? Well, I, well, he's done. You're done, right? No, no, I can do it one, one more time. more. He just can't rejoin you. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were at the temple now. But then I wouldn't know. No, he came back. Unless we we would have to set a rendezvous point for tomorrow for me to, to teleport to. to the lower camp. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, if I maybe if I take three more, like maybe that's three less people to slow you guys down. Mm. So. It's your call. Split the party. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. Take, take three more people to okay. the cathedral because we don't know who. Uh, the worst looking three. Yeah, I take you the know, next because this is an arduous journey. Because remember, the bottom of the lower camp is not it. We're not done. So maybe these last three you take to Skelt, and then you spend that night at Skelt, and you tell people start going to where our lower camp is. Yeah, so even if it takes them a party. day or two to get there, yeah, they right. can rescue these people and take them off the mountain because we have to go back up to the giants. Totally. So I teleport back to my uh, hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I know the best. They, they, there's they a re- guy sleeping. They, they've already re-rented it. <laughs> and, oh dear God! <laughs> <laughs> and you took three of the most, the worst looking ones yeah, with you. Yeah. I right, roll that T one hundred again. Seven, <laughs> seven. Yeah, you're okay. The high numbers are, are, are worse. Than see, boom! You're back in scout. Yeah. <laughs> Get to revisit Roy the Hat Maker and all his friends. Guys, uh, getting out of the shower. So, <laughs> a really old, really dirty old man yeah. standing there with like three, like emaciated, poor, like yeah. sickly, sickly, sickly slaves, slaves. Um, <laughs> Call for help. That is definitely going to get a bad Yelp rating. Oh, uh, definitely. And you guys just keep uh, keep making your way down the mountain. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're going back to like your camp, lower where, camp, where it would Naximara camp. Yeah, yeah, your so base we, camp. We pa- that was the plan. So we packed up the spike tent mm-hmm. and brought it back down there. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We'll do what we can. I, I, we might have to 
We might have to light a fire tonight. Pembroke said goodbye. He went to Skelt. You're doing the best you can corralling these, like, uh, at this point, 30-something people. Because Pembroke has taken... Uh, nine people? S- nine people out. Six are, six are in the... Well, no. so I've taken six people out of this situation. Right. Three are in Skelt. Three are in the cathedral. I just love that we managed to do that, leaving a guard on the, the, slave, the slave pen, presumably yeah. with the gate closed. <laughs> yeah. And they're all gone. Yeah. Um, and I tell the guard to say, if anyone approaches, to say, like, that he doesn't know where the other guard went, and that's all he knows. That's all he knows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and are you allowed to, like, see through his eyes? If you- I can't see. I know what he's experiencing generally, but right. I can't feel what he's feeling or see what he's seeing. Right. You still get a good idea of what's going on. Yes. Says. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's so cool. Yeah. So if he's getting punished or something, you yeah, get I'll a know. sense that he's getting punished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's cleaning latrines. Uh, you're, you're going down the mountain. There's a lot of pandemonium, and you're doing your best. You're, you're still a cat, uh, a giant, fe- a a huge giant cat, uh, cat uh, Feyraza, and you're you're making your way down the mountain. Uh, roll a perception check. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Thirty-six if it involves giants. Mm-hmm. Thirty-two if not. Forty-one. Is 41. it a poison or a spell-like ability? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you notice a poison <laughs> on the snow. You probably got. Don't eat that. You, you, you probably have anywhere from forty-five minutes to an hour, a little over an hour Hike. left to get to your to your base camp. Um, it's been a while since you've been down there, so you're not even hundred percent sure. But Lork's uh, survival skills, survival skills are, uh, are are kicking in. And amidst all of the the shuffling of the people down the mountain, you hear. What sounds like a carriage. What? Oh my gosh. On the path up ahead of you. I literally just tried to type in wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's. That is what not a did. wagon. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wagon full of fireworks. That got out of oh, hand. It just got lit on fire. Joe's got a huge imagination. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we love about him. Uh, yeah, you hear a, a wagon or a carriage up ahead? Uh, oh, there you go. Can we hide around a bend so we don't see, so it can't see us from approaching? I know sure. there's a ton of us. Can you hide 35 no. people? No, you no. cannot. Uh, Lurk is going to move ahead very quickly, like as quickly as possible. Bar- Baron's going to put down road spikes. He split them to the side of the road. Split them to the side. Are you going to stealth ahead? Yeah, he's going to tell everybody to, to get to the side of the road, and then he's going to try to to run up quickly to scout the situation. All right, roll uh, stealth check. Uh, Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Do, 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 do. You go up the path. Towards the sound of this wagon. Behind you, you hear just murmurs of all the slaves. <laughs> Some of them, like, quiet, you know, trying to catch their breath. Some of them falling in the snow while others are picking them up. You scout ahead and you see in the distance two mammoths. Oh dear! Two like maybe woolly rhinoceroses, and atop both of the rhinoceroses are two figures with helms of jagged, twisting antlers, like a a dark blue ice crown. 
can't even make out their faces. They're riding these mammoths. Between them is a wagon being pulled by a horse and slaves. <sighs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve slaves. Maybe there's another dozen behind pushing the wagon, all chained to it. From the back of the wagon, a very small-looking female figure comes up and raises her hand. And the wagon stops. The slaves stop. The rhinoceroses with these... The mammoths? Strange riders on them stop. And she, like, smells the air. Oh, God, the smell again. Roll a perception check. Is it giant-based? No. Um, 41. <laughs> 41. No dark vision. 41 perception. The woman turns to one of the riders and says something. That rider then coldly motions to the other rider as well. And they start slowly advancing towards you. They're getting closer and closer, and you know that it is impossible for them not to overtake the entire party of escaped slaves, along with you, Feyraza, and Baron. And you know that Pembroke has no way of returning until morning. But the last thing you see before you know you've got to get out of there and get back to the party is what looks like a female half-orc chained to the wagon. We'll see you next week. Oh, oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, no. I really thought Pembroke would. I thought that would work out. (laughs) Oh, God. You're such a downer, Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Game one. Yep. No. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory, 
From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. 